in this video we discuss like this whole thing around should we brand ourselves and position ourselves as an seo agency versus what we're doing now which is a content agency and one thing that i should mention and we can link in in show notes and on youtube our positioning article oh yeah that's in a good idea conversation we talk about at some point our homepage headline but i want to just emphasize that's not just what positioning is it's a lot more than that what we don't discuss in there and what you guys don't see is there's this whole conversation and kind of sales pitch that happens in our sales conversations where we explain our process we differentiate right now we do that as a content marketing agency with respect to other content marketing agencies but in this new one that whole thing will have to change i mean not completely but significantly yeah. to brand as an seo agency and so positioning then in articles and other places it'll change when we are introduced on podcasts it'll change and that has a larger effect and if you do that everywhere not just on your homepage headline then there's stuff off of your site from other parties that changes your positioning for example at that point then people will um mention us in the conversation of seo agencies in list posts where they're listing seo agencies and that's when you know your positioning has changed so i just want to mention that it's Correct. not just about the homepage headline yeah it, it's trying to craft the narrative about how you want people to perceive you so what we're trying to do is take all of the value props that we have as a company and distill it down into a simple way to explain what we do and what our goal would be and then changing our positioning and changing all these aspects of our site is to get people to change the way that they think about us so right now they think about us as just a content marketing agency and people might even think of us as a bottom of the funnel content marketing agency in this conversation we discuss is that the way that we want to position ourselves going forward or do we want to position ourselves as um, people who generate rankings and content takes more of a backseat in uh, the conversations and the conversation turns more towards the SEO side of things and, and generating rankings for your highest value keywords. Okay, so this is gonna be a fun one. Um, I wanna start with the story that got you and I to talk about this positioning of Grow and Convert. And uh, we're going to anonymize the client story, the story, but I think it's actually correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like this actually has kind of come up before with multiple clients. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's come up with multiple clients, but I think that we've just noticed, uh, what was happening a lot more in the last couple of months, just talking to, to different prospects and learning about what their agents, their current agencies are doing. Yeah. So the story that happened to this client is we just, started an engagement with a new client. Now, I'm going to say some obvious things to people that have been following Grow and Convert, but we, we our engagement, we're a content marketing agency with that client. So um, we, are, we do three blog posts a month, but of course the results, again, very obvious if you've been following what we do, is not the blog post. The results, of course, is the results of Painpoint SEO. It's the rankings and the leads that we generate. So we're starting that, like everything's going great. And um, the client happens to mention, oh, I can show you, maybe I'm getting the details wrong, but something like no, I she, can show you the keyword. I can show you our keyword spreadsheet that the other agency created. Yeah, or and I think so she said like, like the oh, SEO agency created. We were like, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> like, what, what? <laughs> what SEO agency? What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, so, and I think they're like actively 
engaged with that agency. Yeah, they, or they are actively engaged. Yep. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, that's interesting. So she pulls up this keyword spreadsheet. And, I, and from my interpretation, and you can say whether yours was different, I, I didn't count. We don't have it. But I swear it's like <laughs> like hundreds of keywords are in there. Like just yeah. a bajillion keywords. Like every possible family of keywords, every possible keyword underneath each family, like hundreds. And so we're like, oh. So like my first reaction is, well, so if this is already in progress, what the hell are we doing? What did you hire? <laughs> yeah, why did you hire us? <laughs> and so we start asking questions. So, so like, what what are you guys doing with these? Are you, are you already attacking these keywords? Do you already have stuff going after it? And uh, the client says basically, oh no, they, they, the SEO agency created these content briefs for each one, but they're not actually going to produce the posts or articles to rank. No, no, no. I, I think there's more details that are important. So the SEO agency pitched re-architecting the entire website and adding all these pages to try to beef up the website to rank for all these different keywords. And then the approach that they took was instead of doing research on what keywords that the company should go after by understanding the business, they just looked at all the competitors' websites, saw what pages those uh, competitors had gone after, and then created this keyword map, or essentially, or like... Re, re, uh, renewed site architecture based on the competitors' keywords. Okay, that, I'm glad you said that because I completely forgot. Yeah. But you're right. <laughs> All good. So, so, but let's zoom out. So, there's these hundreds of keywords, or like a bajillion keywords, and our key thing was like, are you going after these? Like, like, what actions are you taking to rank for these? Well, and, because because it affects our own process. So after our kickoff meeting, now we have to go prioritize keywords. And so we want to make sure that there's no overlap in the keywords that we're going after and whatever the company is doing internally or any of the other agencies that they're working with. Yeah. And so what we learn is basically the client isn't really taking any action on them. And, and it's not really their fault because they've been told, like you said, by the SEO agencies, like, well, the way we're going to go after these is by what you said, re-architecting the site, adding a bajillion pages for it. Or what I remember her saying was, oh, they could like write the articles for each of these that they've created content briefs for. I'll talk about those briefs in a second. That's another issue. <laughs> but the, but it's going to like cost like, you know, a bajillion dollars. It was $2,000 a page. What? So, ba base, yes. So basically... How do I not remember this? <laughs> because you're always bad at remembering this stuff. But um, yeah, so they created this whole... Excel spreadsheet. It has all these keywords. And then deliverable was just basically next to each keyword, there was a content brief, which is essentially yeah. just an outline of what they think that you should create to go after that keyword. But then they didn't even do the writing or any work to actually go after that keyword. So yeah. the deliverable that the client now has is this massive spreadsheet with like 100, 150 keywords with pages now that's put on the client to go create. And there's a small team. I think they only have one writer or marketer in house besides her. Who and I don't so, think is a writer. Yeah, but right. he, he does some he does some writing. He's done some writing for, oh, okay. for them before. But yeah, so now they're left with trying to create these 100, 150 pages to go rank for all these different keywords. But if the if the agency if she wants the agency to write the articles or the pages, it's going to cost $2,000 per page to yeah. go after each of these 
hundred keywords, so you can do them out there. So yeah. that's out of the question. And then she's just like, well, it's going to take me forever to even just get one yeah. of these done. So now yeah. they spent all these, this money on this project and they're kind of just at a standstill. Like, yeah. I guess she, she thought this was going to do something different or this is what she was told that she had to do. And now after getting into the project, she's just like, this is way too much. And I feel like we're not going to get anything done. Yeah. So this is the point where let me zoom out now. And, and it, this is where it starts reminding me of these little things that other clients have said that's similar. Like they engage these. S so, so actually, before I do that, let me cut to the chase. I have a couple the of examples thought, too. But the thought that ahead. crossed our mind, we'll get to the examples, but just to get to the point, the thought that crossed our mind is what the heck are you retaining this SEO agency for? <laughs> like w we can get better results than this. And then I was like, are we tying one of our hands behind our back or like somehow hampering ourselves by the branding that grow and convert is a content marketing agency? And would we be better off? And would clients be better off if we were branded as an SEO agency that of course happens to focus on content. We'll get to that later because that would have them avoid these engagements with other SEO agencies that I feel like, and this is the pattern to other things that I've heard from clients, keep doing this thing where they charge clients for what I'm going to call like the groundwork over and over again. But the, the actual main work of ranking for additional keywords that will bring in leads is not happening. It doesn't happen or it takes forever or it's done poorly. What do I mean by groundwork? It's like this other agencies would be like, Oh, we're doing an SEO audit. Some companies are like, we're on our third SEO audit from some company. Like if you're a B, if you're a B2B SaaS company, what is your web marketing website look like? It has like 10 pages, features, solutions, case studies, pricing, and it's static largely. What the heck are you auditing? Like, what are you auditing <laughs> over and over again? Like, what what is changing? You're not Amazon.com. You're not Home Depot.com. Like, what are you auditing? You know? And so, um, and they're just are there doing that other over conversations again. I've had too. Companies are paying, let's say, eight to ten grand a month for on-site optimization. Again, and I think a lot of these agencies. A month. Yes. Yeah. What are a you lot doing of these in agencies, month five? They're they they pitch on-site and technical optimization. And I think for, for most of the clients, they just don't know what that means. So they, they, they're like, oh, on, like, on-page optimization. Yeah, sounds great. great. I want to get my page optimized. <laughs> exactly. But, but then every, every month, the client just has no clue what's actually happening and nothing's moving forward. And yeah. I've heard horror stories like this, I, I would say, a lot over the last three months as we started talking to people. And we always ask the question in the sales call, what have you done in the past on SEO? And a lot of them will say that we've hired some agency to do on-page op optimization or technical audits or anything like that. And they haven't actually, the agency hasn't really helped them go after or rank for keywords, which yeah. is really interesting. So like, what is, what is the point of them? And I think the issue with that, um, well, so, so just to recap what we're saying, we're saying like, this whole thing of should we be branded an SEO agency? We're saying we're seeing an opportunity there. 
that clients are um, uh, there's some weaknesses, and we'll get into those one by one. Uh, starting with this like obsession with like technical or on-site optimization, like the site cleanup activities, that's always prioritized number one, which we think is backwards. But from our perspective, just to complete that thought, wh why? why? Why would we want to be branded as an SEO agency? Number one, it's, I think clients think of an SEO agency to get the results that we're promising. Because the real results that we do is you don't hire, grow and convert for like words on your website, like for the blog posts. And you hire the, us for rankings for your most valuable keywords and the leads that come from it generate pipeline, right? People say that. And so that's what you hire. And I think in, in most marketers minds, like in-house CMO types or whatever heads of marketing, I think based on observation, they associate that with an SEO agency's responsibility, not a con because they because they think content can't get that. So it's always like this like thing where we have to convince them. Wait, we do that too. And a lot of them, this even when they hire us, sometimes a lot of them are like, you know, blog thought leadership, and we're like, what? Have you not worked with us for a while? Like we're like <laughs> ranking for your best keywords. Like, are you kidding me? Um, second kind of associated region reason, and this is a little bit more guesswork on my side, but also based on evidence, is I then think they value that more. Like they value the SEO agency or vendor more because in their mind, that's their responsibility is like ranking for these important keywords. And the blog and content agency is sort of just like this kind of expendable marketing thing that you can't really tie ROI to. And you're like, yeah, we're creating blog posts also. And we're here constantly trying to like re convince them, remind them, no, no, like our blog posts, yes, they come and they look and they smell like blog posts, <laughs> but the effect, like the end effect is what you are thinking an SEO agency does is they're ranking for your most valuable keywords and we're getting leads from it. And yeah, a lot of our clients buy into that. Of course, that's how we like have a business, but it still feels like an uphill battle. And this whole thing made us be like, huh, what if we just call ourselves an SEO agency since we're actually doing SEO? We just happen to be doing it primarily through blog posts. I wanted to back up and say those two things. Any comments? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I, I agree with everything you just said. So, so then we pair that with the opportunity. So going back to what we were just talking about is like, then we look at when we started looking at what these SEO agencies are doing and we're like, mm, not great. <laughs> and so going back to what we're talking about, I think the number, the first, I don't know if this is number one, but like the first one we're talking about is this obsession with this technical SEO. And here's my take on it or like a zoomed out take. It's not that we're saying technical SEO on page optimization. What do we mean by that? Technical SEO, like we can list things. What is it like? You know, first making sure the actual like page site structure is appropriate, that pages have like one H1 and whatever that like, you know. What is one H1? Well, sometimes there's pages that Naman has found where there's two H1s. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Like in a blog I thought, format. One, I thought you were saying one H1 is like some lingo. <laughs> some technical like, SEO. <laughs> yeah. I was like, actually, I've never heard that one before. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your headers. It only has yes. a single H1 title. Yes. Uh, you know, title tags are appropriate, blah, blah, blah. And then like what URL structure, duplicates. Uh, I mean, yeah, duplicate pages, 
they're 404 pages yeah i don't know just sometimes just like as we've the initial the, the yeah. housekeeping yeah and as we experience with clients sometimes is the entire site randomly no indexed all of a sudden <laughs> yeah so so it's not that we're not saying that's important but here's the argument in our view that should be done in the service of ranking for your most valuable keywords meaning priority number one has to be knowing what the heck those most valuable keywords are like actually having identified them and saying we know what keywords we're targeting if you don't have like a very well-defined target keyword list of like not just like here's the 400 keywords that we paid some keyword researcher to do not that but like here's like 30 or something like that 50 keywords that we have carefully deduced if we rank for them it will bring us business because in our minds those target keywords are like buying keywords and you can mix into what? that keywords you want to own if you don't have that what are what are you on-site optimizing for well i i think the importance here is to distinguish the difference between what those agencies are doing versus how we think about it so in our mind the technical seo is done at the very beginning. So we do an audit for all of our clients that we work with. And the goal is just to find fixes that will help improve the site so that when we start producing pages or content that we can rank faster and there's nothing hindering our ability to rank. Whereas a lot of these other agencies are charging a recurring cost for technical SEO fixes that's like ongoing. Whereas, and, and we're saying, the SEO audit can be done one time. You can identify all, all the things that need to be fixed. Then you fix them. And then you get working on starting to rank for the keywords that you want to go after. And the on-site optimization would only really matter also if you already have the pages on your site or the keywords that you're, you're already targeting on your website. And you're maybe updating pages to then better match the intent of that page to the SERP. But then when we're getting into the details of what these companies are charging for on-site optimization, they're not even doing that. They're, they're yeah. just like adding keywords to the page or they're saying like, yeah, they're like sprinkling keywords throughout the page and calling that on-site optimization. They're not really looking at each page through the lens of what is the SERP telling us we need for this page? And then what content do we need to add? How are we going to um, weave in the product on this page to help sell it? Like, None of that's being done because a lot of the agencies don't even know enough about the business to be able to do that kind of deep thinking on it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I feel like, so you were saying they do this technical SEO as some ongoing activity and you and I are both baffled as to what the heck they keep doing in month seven of most of these sites. I get if you have some site that has like a ton of pages yeah if you're a large e-commerce site or you yeah. you have like a marketplace or something and like that of course technical seo time yeah. yeah and you're you're changing your site all the time i 100 percent get it in that in that case but in in i i feel like me personally and having been on the client side a lot of these agencies are just taking advantage of the fact that most clients don't really no. have a lot of expertise in SEO. So they pitch these things that sound great in theory that really doesn't do anything in practice and they're able to get a recurring fee from it. Yeah, and then and you then... ask the client what's happening and they just don't really know. They're like, oh yeah, this agency's doing this stuff. They send me a report every once in a while showing my rankings. Yeah. 
and like that's pretty much it that's the extent that they know what's going on yeah and, and so then that's number one on the technical SEO. the second thing you kind of touched on and that's what i was trying to say which is the biggest thing for me which is almost like a <laughs> mental importance thing it's not the chronology of when in time it happens like we, we also do technical seo at that audit at the start of our engagements but that's not what i mean it's that mentally to us it comes in secondary because the number one thing is like what keywords are you trying to rank for and if you have not and then you also touched on this which i'm going to get to now and what page do you have pages on your site dedicated and optimized like content that actually has a shot at ranking for those keywords if you haven't done that one and two then what the hell are you doing technical SEO for? And while we're at it, I'm gonna throw in link building into that camp. For yeah. us also, link building is done in the service for the purpose of moving up those rankings when you've defined your keywords you wanna rank for, and number two, have content optimized with a shot at ranking for them. Otherwise, what are you building links for? And yeah. I think for this, that, technical that's SEO another thing that was frustrating talking to, to different prospects is you find out they're spending like 10 K a month on links. And you're like, well, and what are like, you building for links content? for? You don't even, ha you don't even have pages on your site that are optimized to rank. So like, you're just building yeah. links for the sake of building links. And the, you ask the client, they're like, well, it helps my SEO, but you're like, it helps what, what? SEO? Yeah. yeah. Like you're, you're, you don't have any pages on your site that are even going to rank for anything. So yeah. what are you building the links for? Yeah, yeah, so everything's just backwards. Yeah, and, and what I'm saying is even more fundamental than having pages is they often don't even have a target keyword list that's beyond like two keywords. It'd be like, oh, we're an accounting firm or we're accounting software. So like we're trying to rank for accounting software. You're like, that's it? What, one keyword? <laughs> like that's your whole SEO? Like what else? You know, so, okay. So then number two, that content. So assume you have the target keyword list or whatever. I think this other weakness that we've already touched on extensively, but there's this other aspect of it is like, even if you had the target keyword list, do you then have content, what I keep saying, with a shot at ranking for it? What do I mean? It means like, in our minds, for the best buying keywords, the most valuable keywords, they're most valuable, they're gonna be valuable to other people too, meaning other people are trying to rank for it. So you can't just like, throw some keywords on a landing page and hope you're going to get to the top few spots. Side note, another key aspect is like ranking position nine. It doesn't get you that much from what we've seen from a lead generation perspective, things spike when you're in the top three spots. So that's important. Like if the SEO agency is like, look, our, I, we increased your organic traffic and the overall rankings are up and your average position is 12. You're like, listen, 12 is not paying the bills. You need like one, two, and three in my mind. Um, and in the evidence we've seen. So to get those, you need, it's not just like, you know, we threw some keywords onto your homepage or your feature or solution page because we're trying to get it to rank for like accounting software pricing or something like that. Like you need dedicated pieces where you carefully think through the search intent behind that one keyword. This one page, in our case, a blog post, but it can be any page, is then dedicated to ranking for that piece. You've analyzed the SERP. You're trying to fulfill the search rankings. If you don't have that, what are you doing? What are you doing technical SEO for? What are you doing link building for? And that's not easy. And the second aspect of that is then 
for those buying keywords, those valuable keywords, you need to then, frankly, do product copywriting, which means in the post, you need to be able to sell the products and like write deeply understand the product, sell the features and benefits, differentiate it to competition. Otherwise, you just have some me too thing that's not going to rank. And that's not easy. This step two, the creating the content is not easy. And so no wonder most SEO agencies don't have the ability to the resources or whatever to do this easily. Even for us, training one person to get to that level to write consistently these kinds of like product copywriting articles that we do for clients is a huge, huge undertaking. And we spend a bunch of resources training one person. So that's my second point. Yep. Okay. No, no comments from Benji. We're doing well. So, um, and then I guess this is a, this is another point that, um, is there when we've seen SEO agencies pick these keywords, and this is something that we don't have to spend a long time on because like everything else we've ever said at grow and convert or written talks about this. They do the same complaint that we have had over content marketing agencies, which is they prioritize keywords by traffic. They're looking at like these yeah, broad... They're just not looking at intent at all. The, the, the way that they even pick keywords is just backwards. Like even, even this example, this SEO agency, they looked at other competitors in the space and chose keywords based off their businesses and not the business that they were trying to do SEO for, which... And, and then you ask the client and they're like, yeah, we're creating pages for services we don't even offer because the other competitor did it. And they said, well, if the competitor has a page, you should probably have a page on this too. It's like, what? <laughs> it, it, ma it makes no sense. Like yeah. none of this makes any sense. Yeah, they, yeah, you're right. And a lot of SEO agencies, that's key. And you know what? The SEO tools, God bless them. We use them. I hope we don't upset them by what I'm about to say. They sort of encourage this because they have like the like competitor analysis tool or whatever. So you put your competitors URL in there and be like, these are all the things they're ranking for. And everyone has that FOMO. And so yeah, you're like, well, but, look, but to you're... be fair, I, I would say those are helpful. And the way that you can use those is by looking at other competitors that, you know, offer a similar service or have a similar product. And, but you need to scan through those keywords and, and then identify the ones that are high intent for your own business and the ones that make sense. I, I feel like a lot of these people are just going through these lists and, and adding everything instead of you like curating down the list based on what your product does well. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I asked on Twitter and I haven't pulled this up, but I asked on Twitter, like if you were hiring an SEO agency and you're in a SaaS company or something, I think I said B2B SaaS. What are you looking for them to do? I feel like every response eventually mentioned like, and grow pipeline, like rank for stuff and grow pipeline, grow leads, get leads, get qualified leads, right? And I think w what we're saying is when SEO agencies do like pick keywords and try to go after them, they're optimizing for the thing that you see SEO folks bragging about online all the time, which is that traffic growth graph. Look, yeah. we grew our clients traffic from this number to that big number, but the traffic growth, as we've said a million times, is not analogous to, to leads. So that you can read any article on our site, and we've talked about this a bunch. Um, and then, right, yeah. Should we, should we recap everything? So I, I think what we're saying is that we're, we're currently positioned as a content marketing agency. We, almost, we feel like that might be doing a, a disservice because people think that we only produce content. But really, the end goal or the results of our service are to generate rankings for your highest value keywords. 
And what we're saying is that a lot of these companies are hiring SEO agencies thinking that that's the end goal of those people's services. But when we dig into what those companies actually do, they're not, they're not out, they're not helping really generate rankings. They're either building links to random parts of the site that don't make sense and they don't have pages optimized for the keywords they want to go after. They're doing this ongoing, uh, technical SEO work. They're doing this on page optimization, which is still mysterious and most people don't even know what that means. And so we're saying since our end goal for all of our client engagements is to help companies rank for their most valuable keywords, are we doing ourselves a disservice by not positioning ourselves as an SEO agency since that's our end goal and all these SEO agencies are are, are able to get retainers that are our same rate or way higher and they don't even help the clients with that end goal in our yeah, opinion. For- so if we were to position like that, here's my like kind of sales pitch for it for discussion's sake is we could say we are the SEO agency, like we're an SEO agency that will actually pri- first prioritize getting leads from SEO, not just traffic. We, we know that resonates because that's been our positioning on the content agency side forever. And that's worked really well and clients resonate with that. Then we say, and we will actually methodically month by month, create pages on your site. And I think it's not important that they're blog posts, really, we can make that kind of like a detail. That's not the client's concern, because who cares? It could be a landing page. We don't care. We've done that before. But we'll create pages on the site that rank for your these buying keywords that generate leads one by one. So we're not just going to waste a bunch of time doing some back end technical SEO site stuff. We'll we'll take care of that and make sure that's in order. But we're going to actually check off these keywords so that you know, what you're buying from us then is rankings and keywords. And then they think of us like that. Um, so, so that's our positioning there. Now I want to discuss or like present to you possible challenges from an like inside baseball operational standpoint on our side. Right now, as a content marketing agency, we are responsible only for our blog posts we produce and their results. So if something developers release something that breaks something on the site, the homepage gets no index, just like crazy weird stuff that happens on the homepage or whatever. That's not our responsibility. If we were their SEO agency, it would be. So that adds like operational burden or whatever to us. It's like what we're normally in our agency. What's nice is we're just, we're, we're, we have a repeatable process. We do this three blog posts, but now, we're kind of have to also have this oversight role where it's like, Hey, you guys are SEO agency. Like this random ranking we used to have for the blah, blah, blah page got messed up by some internal employee, but like you're the SEO agency. Can you fix it? What do you think about that? Yeah. I, I mean, I think there's easy ways to solve for that. So I know we already have a tool that scans the site and can let us know of any errors. So I think it would just be, I, I think we only have it running on a couple of sites, including our own. So I think it would just be ex- expanding that tool to other sites. And I think it's just something that we have to check for on an ongoing basis. I, I don't yeah. think that that's a huge problem. I agree. I, at first I was like, Oh, I don't know if I want that because it's something very nice about the fact, like operationally in our business, like all of our team, they know what's their responsibility and it's the blog post we produce and we have a rhythm to it. And, and I was like, I don't know if we want to add that, but I had your reaction too. I was like, is that that hard? Like, again, no. we're not saying we're going to reposition to be an SEO agency for those, for example, giant e-commerce sites or marketplaces with like 
10,000 user-generated pages or like listing pages for different products or different whatever, and we're managing all that. That There are SEO agencies that do that. That's more what people call programmatic SEO, right? Where you're not manually optimizing each page. You have to kind of do it in a programmatic way, right? Um, so for a lot of our clients, which are like, have these static marketing sites, whether it's, you know, like uh, an IT service provider, a B2B SaaS company, some other whatever, it's not that much. So I'm okay with that. Here's the flip side positive of that, though. Sometimes we, in our work, have been like, ooh, this keyword would be perfect. And then we're like, oh, this random landing page or something or their homepage is ranking five or six or seven for that keyword. We We've just been like, well, that's not really right our responsibility. Yeah, like we yeah. can't. It doesn't make sense to write a blog post going after it. But like, also, it's not part of our engagement to like optimize their homepage. Now it would be, and that's actually like really low hanging fruit. Where we'd be like, yeah, we know how to. We could probably, we could almost definitely, in, if something's ranking six or seven, where it's like you're kind of there, but you're not getting the bulk of the results. We could get it to top three, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, that's that's great for the yeah, client. It's a, huge, because, it's a huge win right from the yeah. beginning. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. That is a positive. And then the second, okay, so that's the operational kind of potential hiccup or, or challenge. The second challenge is a sales challenge. And I mentioned to you before we started recording, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Right now, we do, because we've built a reputation over five, six, whatever years, um, <laughs> I just like, we're like old enough. I don't really remember when we started. And uh, of being like a facial hair, that's how long it's been. Yeah, <laughs> Benji hasn't shaved since the start of Grow and Convert, and that's how much we've grown. But, um, people come to us when they need, like, a content agency. Like, people have just been following us for a while or whatever, including some, like, decent brand name type clients, hopefully, that, you know, will be closing soon. And so that may not happen. Like, I just think there's – without being able to say too much of the inner workings of, like, conversations and whatever we're having, but you know, is I can say to the audience – there are companies, people, clients that have followed us for a while. They know that we're a content agency. And for whatever reason, internal expertise, whatever, they don't have a need for an SEO agency. But they may they know that the like writing the blog post part that I talked about being hard, they know it's hard. They buy into it's hard. They know that product copywriting in the blog post is hard. And so when they need a content agency, they come to us now. So one of my fears is if we rebrand or reposition as an SEO agency, will we still get that business or will people that quote unquote need content, even if they buy in that the content should have an SEO purpose, go to some mm -hmm. other content agency and not us? I'm not as worried about that because I feel like that's our our history already. So we've already branded ourselves as mm. people that do this. And so even if we switch towards more of an SEO focus, I feel like a lot of the people still know us to produce these articles. And I don't think it's really going to take away from that. Uh, I, I think on the SEO side, it would only help because I think people don't really view us as an SEO agency. And I, and I, I think that might just be a function of our headline right now and, and just the way that we position ourselves. It's very much focused on blog and content, but I feel like maybe people have been who are following us in the first few years might only think of us uh, to produce content and really might not realize how much we focus on generate rankings. And so I think that there's an opportunity to kind of bridge that gap. Like the way that I think about it is, we generate rankings through content. 
and it can be content yeah. on your blog or it can be yeah. content on a page. But either way, no matter how how you approach it, whatever attacking whatever keyword in like a blog or a page, it, it's the same thing for us. We we learn about the company, we learn about their value props, we're weaving in sales copy into either of these pages, and we're using these pages to go after a keyword. And the end result is rankings. And so again, I think that more aligns with the SEO side, or at least how people think about SEO, uh, even more so than I think a lot of the agencies and the services they offer right now. Yeah, just to read, I mean, I guess I could, for folks watching on YouTube, we can share the screen, but I'll read it out loud for folks listening on the podcast. Um, our homepage headline that Benji's referring to right now says, most blogs don't generate real business. We fix that. Side note, we're very proud of that. <laughs> but right, And that's worked for us so far, but most <laughs> blogs don't generate real business. We fix that. So that means we work on your blog. And yeah, it's just people... super focused on the blog. It, is, it has nothing to do about generating rankings. And I think... Yeah that that might be doing us a disservice because yeah. there's nothing here that indicates we can help you rank for your most valuable keywords we've done this consistently we drive yeah. conversions that way and so maybe someone comes to the website and they're like i don't i don't need help with my blog but then if we said we help you generate rankings they're like oh that's that actually appeals to me yeah and then the the sub headline um for folks listening, then adds to that by saying, we're a content marketing agency that drives conversions and qualified traffic for B2B and B2C businesses. Now, the counterpoint is, of course, and what we have going for us is our foundational process that a lot of people know us for is called pain point SEO, right? People can pain point SEO. So that's good. And this would expand on that. What I was going to say, I, is, I think I the think... argument I would make against that though is that pain point SEO came up what three or four years ago, and the site hasn't changed to kind of map how much we've changed our own process and our own service. So I would say, even when we we came up with that headline, we were still conversion focused, but I don't think we leaned as heavily as we knew, do now into the SEO side of things. And we haven't really changed the positioning to adjust for that. And I would say now, the way that we think about content strategy is almost purely SEO focused. It, it's what keywords can we go after that will generate the most conversions for the company? And let's prioritize all those first. And I, and I think that that positioning is still like a legacy of like the beginnings of our business. And it, it's not representative of yeah. our current work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if people are wondering and haven't followed us for a while, like, well, this all makes sense. So why the hell do you guys have a headline that says most blogs don't generate real business? Because we used to just produce content. We actually started with no SEO angle. Um, <laughs> we were like, yeah, that's not what we do. We would write these like stories and promote them. That's its whole story. But like, and we've written about it. You can find that on our blog. Or if you comment, on YouTube or wherever on our email list, we'll, we'll send, we'll gladly send you those articles. But like, we used to just write all these stories and do this stuff for traffic. And, and as a million articles on our site have said, like slowly we found, oh, when we rank for these buying terms, the clients get a bajillion more leads. Like it's like 300% more um, than if we don't. So, okay, let me recap. I, I, I think my solution to this though is 
we keep the word content kind of in there. So yeah. like the, the phrasing I have in my head right now is something like we're a content focused SEO agency or we're a content first SEO agency. I don't know which one or whether it, it, it matters. Um, but then it has both. So if you need content, you can still go to grow and convert. And like you said, we have that legacy reputation there, which it helps. But then it's like, we're, they're an SEO agency. So then they don't have to waste their budget on other SEO agencies that just do all this like planning, but nothing happens. And I think that's the part of the sales pitch on the SEO agency branding that gets me really excited is that we can just say almost, almost like, what is your SEO agency like done for you though? Like what's the results? Because I just, to me, it makes a lot of sense. And I had a tweet about this uh, a couple of weeks ago too, of like SEO in a tweet. It's like, know what keywords your customers are look, you know, Googling when they're looking for a product like yours, create pieces that directly fulfill that intent and then link build if you need to, right? Or like make sure some people link to it. And so it's like, if they're, and we can just say, if you're wasting your time doing all this like tech SEO background or just general link building to increase DR, but you don't know those terms that are gonna bring you leads, you haven't like gotten consensus on that or even worked on that hard or thought about it like that. And then second, if you don't have content that's really, really made, like carefully made to rank for those terms, then what is your SEO agency doing for you? Like that's how we think of it. And we go keyword by keyword and we're like, here is your thing. And then we can sell by like rankings, which is the business result. You want 30 rankings a year. It's our base package. You want 60 rankings a year, whatever. I don't know. I mean, now I'm kind of like pontificating. So that, that has me excited. Any other final thoughts? No, I, I agree on the selling the value of the rankings. I, I think that's, that's an advantage. Like if, if I think about how most people try to price or think about the value of content, they're thinking on a per article per month basis. Yeah, or and it's frustrating count. because, yeah, because we don't we don't care about any of that stuff. But if you change that to how, how much value is it to rank for 30 of your highest value keywords? So oh the God. keywords People that you're already, it. yeah, the, the keywords that you're already spending Google ads money on, if we could help you rank for those same keywords and own those organically, what would that be worth to your business? I think that's the difference in the positioning of the the content marketing agency versus the SEO agency. That's the that's the frame of mind which someone hires an SEO agency and the other and the frame of mind which someone hires a content marketing agency is well if I was to produce 3 articles a month in house how much would it cost? They're not yep. even thinking about yep. what do I get yep. for that or like what are the results this is going to drive me. They're like yep. yeah, well this this is so much. It's just 4 articles. So like I'm paying yeah. I don't know, a thousand, two thousand dollars per article, but like I don't I don't get what this is gonna do for me. Whereas it's very clear when an SEO agency comes in and says, I'm gonna help you rank for this one very high value keyword. Like a business would be like, Yeah, I would pay like fifty grand to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that you're right. That now we can't close because now you're gonna get me riled up again. Um and people are going to be like, oh, I love that part where Davis ranted. <laughs> like when you should be on all our Zoom calls because I rant a lot. Is that <laughs> What drives me crazy about what you said is that what I want to do is be like, okay, you can get it done cheaper. But is that article going to work? Like I can get some rando to write an article for $20. 
but will it rank? And that that's when we switch it to rankings, then they're not thinking what how much could I get that article for? They're thinking I don't know how the hell to rank for 30 of our most like best buying intent keywords. That sounds like magic to them. Cuz they're like I don't know how to rank for them. And then they're we're like we'll get you those rankings. You're buying a business result. Because the article thing drives me crazy. They're like, well, in-house, we can produce these articles. I'm like, your in-house writers, I'm sorry, are not going to rank for them. Their article and our article for the same keyword are not equivalent. Like, ours will rank and ours will convert. And it's like, we spend so much time and effort optimizing our process and working tirelessly to train our team to have to be able to do that. That ability is not easy. Our best clients understand that and they like get that and they respect that and then that's what they pay for. But I agree with you absolutely that if we just flip it and and just directly sell the end product, the ranking, then people would be like, oh yeah, yeah, I don't know how to rank for that. We're not ranking for it now. So clearly yeah, I, we haven't I, been able to do it. <laughs> I, I think that there's two things that we haven't really been selling in our business that would increase the perceived value. So one is that ranking aspect and just really positioning around generate rankings. The other is the product copywriting and sales copywriting because businesses will spend thousands of dollars a month having someone come in and rewrite pages on their yeah. website to help try to sell the product and position yeah. the product well. And we already do that as part of our service anyway. So every page that we created is weaving the sales messaging into the page and to do that, you have to have a, a really good understanding of the business, why people buy it, all, all those aspects. And so people will hire a product copywriter. They will hire an SEO agency. They'll hire a content marketing agency. And essentially what I'm saying is we can take the place of all three of those roles with one agency because this is already the service that we offer. Yeah. We help you generate rankings. We do the product copywriting essentially in the form of blog posts. And we produce content. And so, and, and I think of those three, what people value the least is the blog content writing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would SEO, agree. You, what you said, SEO, you said product or like kind of product copywriting. Page copywriting. Yeah. yeah. And then like blog copywriting. Blog copywriting easily is valued the least because people don't use the blog the way we use it. So they're like, that's not hard. It's just like this play. It's just like this. Fill Most people think of the blog as this like filler top of the funnel nonsense. And so when we associate our brand with that, we have to do all this convincing work to be like, oh, but the our blog post is not equivalent to the way you thought about the blog post. It actually gets all these results. It's equivalent to this. We're like, well, why are we doing that? Why don't we just brand ourselves as the thing that they already value that we already do really well? <laughs> like we already write product copy really well. We already do SEO really well. Like just say we do that and then they don't have to waste yeah. budget on nonsense and and then they like value us how many times we're all I've, I've been in a company where they've hired a copywriter to redo the entire website and those projects are like a hundred hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars and nothing ever gets done like they get into the project and what do you mean they, they like the agency comes in they don't understand the nuances of the business they start writing the pages the company hates it they're like, they pitch this whole like SEO optimization, technical audit, like it's just always done poorly. I, I don't know. I've, I've never been in an agency where a company has done a website redesign or redoing pages through an agency vendor and like left being happy. But it's, it's always too much work for the company to do on their own. 
It's like they don't like, yeah, it's a challenge. I'll be honest though, like that part does operationally scare me. Like, because once no, you're I, actually... I, I don't want to get I don't want to get into that. But essentially, yeah. where I was going is I think the the product copywriting aspect is really challenging, and companies value that very highly. And it's something that we already do as part of the service. And so I, I again, I think we just need to elevate that. Horn. Yeah, we need to elevate that more. Yeah, we are. I think we're so, pretty good at it. Sorry for talking over you. Like, but uh, just evidence. We've had clients say, in what kickoff calls, the the act of doing our kickoff calls and the discussion that ensues because of the questions we ask about who really is your best customer, what really is your differentiator, and we like poke in and in and in and we're like but these other competitor also does that so that's not really a differentiator right like what really is your differentiator and these like sometimes debates internally on the client side happen they've told us wow this was actually really clarifying and eye-opening like thank you guys and that's just some like side part of our business (laughs) like they're not buying that that just happens to be like how we start or i've had um I i remember two interviews for blog posts with a particular like large enterprise b2b type software client where (laughs) like product managers or folks that should have a really good grasp on the value of a particular feature or whatever explained it to us and i was like okay okay hold on and we're asking a bunch of questions asking a bunch of questions it's really complicated and i said let me just play this back to you what you're saying is and i gave like the value proposition that normally people do x and the other options only let you do this other thing. But with you guys, they can do Y, and that has these benefits. Is that, am I hearing you right? And I've literally heard them say, like, <laughs> wow, yes, that's like, can you like write that down? Like, I haven't heard yeah. it. I have not articulated it like that or whatever. And I know that sounds very egotistical for me to say it is a true no, story. It's, it, it's because companies, like internally, you have this way of talking about yourself and your own product and you try to complicate things because if you simplify it you're like oh but that doesn't really speak to every the breadth of what we do so if you try to distill it down to one sentence and say this is what we're best at someone in the company will be like like a salesperson a marketing person well what about this feature what about this thing and all these other things that we do this this doesn't describe everything that we do so then what happens is everyone tries to overcomplicate it so they, they throw all these features and all these value props into this sentence and it, and it ends up being like, we're an AI SaaS product that does X, Y, Z, and that's why you should buy it. And you read it and you're just like, I don't even understand what this product does. <laughs> and so I almost feel like it's better to explain everything about your product to a third party and then the third party simplifies it for you. Because I, I do think even we get in the trap of like, what we're talking about right now, it'd be, it'd be like if we said, we're a content marketing agency that does gets you rankings, tries to write product copy and all that kind of and technical SEO and all this stuff. And that was our headline. It's like, <laughs> you try to overcomplicate, you try to like overcomplicate it. But I yeah, think that's a great point. Yeah, that's that, a great I, point. We, 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 and if you're listening and you're saying, well, aren't you guys, didn't you guys literally say that? What Benji means is, Yes. When you now get we have to. Yeah. Deep... Oh, I was just go gonna ahead. say, when when we go when we go to write our headline messaging, if we decide to to go this route and change it, we'll have to think of what is the correct message that distills everything that we do to just like one 
single value prop? Like what is, what is the main thing that people care about and use that instead of trying to overcomplicate things and bring everything that we've talked about into our messaging? Because at the end of the day, I think what we're saying is companies value rankings and they will pay for rankings and that's really what we do. So maybe the language that we end up using has to really focus on that as opposed to trying to weave the sales messaging, the content and all this other stuff into it. Um, and yeah, I think that's, if there's a takeaway when you're thinking about your own positioning or messaging on your website, I think that's kind of how I would think about it. Yeah. The, the distilling is um, really important. But anyway, that, that was a, a big rabbit hole to say um, where, where it started is that product copywriting piece is also something that I think a lot of marketers naturally get is difficult and they value. Um, and all of this is like the thing they're valuing the least is blog content. And right now we've associated our brand with it and we've done okay. <laughs> we've done okay. Yeah, we I was going to say like route. to our credit, we've still grown a pretty good business, but I think yeah. now, now thinking about taking it to the next level and how do we really expand from here, either expand in terms of pricing, expand in terms of the clients that we're able to attract, expand in t terms of just pure number of clients. The question is just, do we need to change our positioning? And maybe, maybe we do this and end up watching this video again and we realize no. Um, but I think it's something interesting to think about just hearing these conversations and seeing what other people are, are doing. I think even in the very beginning of our agency, like how we came up with the current positioning is seeing what other content agencies were doing and realizing that they had no focus on results and all they cared about was output whether it was number of words or just number of articles yeah. per month. And none of the strategic yeah. thinking was really brought into producing those pieces. And so when we created the current positioning, it was let's create an agency that focuses on results and solves the problems that most of these companies care about, which is when they hire a content marketing agency, the end goal is not, can I just get four articles a month? They're like, I wanna generate traffic and conversions from the articles that I'm producing. And I think what we're saying yeah. here now, if we look at the whole SEO landscape and look at the opportunity or the gap that you can potentially solve in the market, it is all these other agencies that position themselves as SEO are mainly focusing on just like basic things that we think are just kind of check boxes. So yeah, it's like the, the technical SEO. Yeah. yeah, the technical SEO audit. It is like the on-site optimization again that can mean a lot of things to different people. But we're saying, what we're saying is, and, and they're not able to generate a lot of good results from any of those two things. It's kind of just like the basic housekeeping stuff. And so we're saying, if we can position our, ourselves as the company that can help you get new rankings and or help improve existing rankings for pages that you already have on your site, and we can show, and we can actually get those results for the agency. We think that that would better position ourselves for the future. Yeah, it it, it would differentiate us, and uh, surprise, it actually is more useful for the client. Instead of wasting your money on SEO activities, like SEO yes. busy work, it's like we start with the end result. Like, do you? Side note, and. I, I was going to say out, outcomes versus outputs, like going yeah. back to our last video, 
it's it's the same concept like people will hire these agencies just to show that they're doing seo work yeah oh this absolutely. person's doing like 20 30 hours yeah. of work here they have they gave me these excel spreadsheets like yeah it looks like they're doing stuff oh rankings are kind of moving but it's like your what, end what goal ranking? is to get the, yeah your, your end goal is to get these certain keywords to rank is the seo agency doing that if not yeah. you're not really hitting your goal you're just yeah. showing that you're doing busy work yeah. and and so it, it, it kind of aligns with everything that we were saying the last time like what we care about is getting that outcome aligning the outcome with what the business wants yeah and and by the way we've used this and you can use this and and we'll continue to use this as clients to disqualify clients that probably shouldn't use seo as a channel because if you start with the outcomes and you say thing number one we need to see how many keywords are there that logically looking at this we all us and the client can agree will generate business and for some businesses it's like there's three like it's some obscure thing that like most people aren't searching for and you're like there's literally like three to five keywords for you you don't need to hire us like just do this thing like take our course produce five pages one for each of those keywords and call it a day versus i don't want to call other agencies dishonest or whatever but like if you're just if you're just there to like take any business that comes your way a lot of these clients, like you said, they don't, they're not, and they're not SEO experts. They don't know. So they just think like, well, like, I don't know. My friend has this business and SEO work for him. So like, I got to do SEO. They'll be like, yeah, sure. We're going to start with the audit of your site. It's like they have a hammer and that's a nail. And so they're just like, well, yeah. this is what we do. And so like, we're going to audit your site. We're going to look at this thing and look, traffic is growing up. And you're like, traffic is going up for what keywords? There's only three keywords that anyone would well, Google for this product is there shouldn't even be investing this much in SEO. And we're honest that, enough to be like, this doesn't make sense. That reminds me of one last thing They they use like overall organic traffic. Like they don't break out branded search oh or God. anything like that. Yeah, so they're like, Oh, look, we're doing all this onsite activity and organic traffic's going up yeah. and you like dig into it. And it's all like branded, branded keywords that, yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> we, it's just, we got you to rank higher when people Google your brand name. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like crazy stuff like that. It's all the branded pages that are growing in organic traffic and there's no non-branded search that's bringing in anyone. So you're like, yeah. what is the benefit to this? But again, I think it's just a function of SEO seems very complicated from an outsider's perspective. I remember that's why we were super hesitant to get into it. Yeah. When you when you think about it, it's like SEO, it's just like there's all these factors that play into it. It's like, I don't know Google's algorithm. So it just seems so complicated. And I think that enables certain agencies or consultants to take advantage of the, the, the mismatch in knowledge about the space. And so yeah. people will sell things that don't really move the needle or aren't that important. And yeah. now getting into it, we realize it's a lot simpler than it seems from the outside. You just need to focus on doing the right things and doing those well. Yeah. As long as you're not one of those mega sites. And it's another one of those instances that you see in the business world where people take practices from enterprise size. You know, people be like, well, Apple brands in this way. So I'm going to, and you're like, there's literally like three, you have three customers. Like, why are you doing things the way Apple does? Like, what are you talking about? You know, yes. <laughs> like not, not to say that there's no analogies from there, but it's like, if you're taking stuff from like the, the no, SEO, it's the, it's the VC, it's the VC world. It's like people look at what an Airbnb has done or a Facebook has done. Yeah. And they're like, look, this company did this marketing practice. We should do it too. And it's like, yeah, but you're a bootstrap business that's making a million right. and you're trying to copy what a funded startup has done yeah. over well, the last 10 case, years. It's like, 
if Airbnb, Airbnb, how many listing pages does Airbnb have? Like a bajillion. I don't even know. No. I can't count that high. So, of course, the way they're going to do SEO isn't just like, you know, all those technical aspects and like meta tags and programmatic SEO. Like that matters a lot because one by one stuff doesn't make sense for them. If your website has 10 pages, what the what are you doing? Like that doesn't apply. It's not a it's a different game. You have thirty target keywords that would transform your business and transform organic as a channel for you if you ranked number one for all thirty of them. You can do thirty one by one, right? But you can't optimize Airbnb site one by one because they have a million listing pages or whatever. That's the difference, and so you need to apply it in that way. But anyway, this has been a fun conversation. It has. Um, if you are listening again. We're very curious to get feedback on this. This is not something we're for sure doing. Obviously, this conversation is, you can tell from the tone of it, we're, we're kind of excited about this, and so we're leaning towards it. But we love to get feedback from people. So you can reply on YouTube, reply on Twitter, reply to our email list, um, or email Davish or Benji at... Yeah, what we want to know is, do our arguments make sense, or are there holes in it that we haven't really thought of? Um, yeah. I'd be curious. 